Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema. The podcast that's coming at you from the middle of a lockdown that has taken away something that the three of us all unquestionably love. And that has turned us somewhat philosophical about our relationship with that thing. Yes, that thing that has so quickly been wrenched from our grasp is the cinema. My name is Tosin, I'm based up in Coventry, and I shall be your host for however long it takes us to empty our tears. And joining me, as usual, on the Isle of Wight is Sharon. Hello. And joining me, not as usual, in somewhere else, in Bournemouth, is Sean. Hiya. (laughs) So, cool. And now, the first question I was going to ask is, how have you guys been? Okay, so... Surviving lockdown. So, what was that? Surviving lockdown, surviving. I think is the best way of describing it, yeah? Yes, surviving lockdown. Yeah. How about you, Sean? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much surviving it, really. But as we've, we've been really, really lucky with the weather, got to be honest. Yep. I've been so lucky with the weather, what have you. Um, and, um, yeah, so that's about it, really. And I've been, but I've been trying to get into routine this week because I've put on so much weight. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, do you know what? It's crazy. And so I've been... Only this week, because I've been terrified. First time I went outside the gate, and that was to go for a walk. And I left it really, really late at night. About that was about half past seven. I thought, well, they're not going to be people about. But I was amazed how many people were actually about, you know, walking dogs and things. Yeah. Um, so I was like, but it wasn't like hugely busy. And I, I went to places that I used to go to when I was a kid. And I was, we were just talking earlier, wasn't we? And I was just saying yeah. how much they've changed, you know. But it's been re- it was really interesting to see it all, you know. And and the weather's been perfect, and my mum's garden is looking peachy now because I spent like every day titivating the lawns, you know, making them all look good. Yeah. So so sure is this? Have love, you... love this weather, love this weather. So it's not you know it's sort of a mixed blessings really. So have you? Because for what you say, sure, it sounds as if you sort of regressed back to your teenage self because you left the <laughs> island just before lockdown and you went and you moved back yeah. in with your mum. So... Yes. Yeah, basically, I came over and I've sort of stayed here till, so I don't know, whenever the lockdown finishes. Because, I mean, there's no point. I'm much, much better here because there's a garden, for one thing. Yep. And um, I get fed incredibly well. And because there's no cinema or nothing like, you know, whereas before, you had the cinema, I had the gym, I had the shops, I had Sharon, yeah. I had the quizzes, you know, quiz evenings, nothing there, really. So... It was, to be to be honest, a bit of a no-brainer, you know. Because I got my old room that I had when I was was a kid, and I found. Oh yeah, how cool is this? I found things that I thought I'd lost over the years, and I found them. I found I had these press books, right, of um, yeah. spaghetti western press books, and I thought from one of my time years and years ago, they had either been stolen or I'd lost them years and years and years ago. Anyway, I'm looking through some old stuff. And there, in the bottom of the cupboard, is these old press books. And I'm like, whoa! Well, so that's what happened to them. So, yeah. so Anything by so, Leo? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I found all sorts I found all sorts of stuff. Records, old LPs with, like, Star Wars and all the music ones that I'd forgotten about. So it's been it's been all right, to be fair. Oh, okay, you need, you need to send me a picture. You need to send me a picture of that kind of stuff. And, uh, Sharon, okay. ha- how, how about you? Okay, we know that usually you're a gardener, but have you actually done anything to your own garden, or have you thought, oh, forget that nonsense? Yes, I've been. Yeah, I've been doing my own garden. I've been doing, starting all my veg off. So I've got a greenhouse full of seeds that are 
waiting to get big enough to go out and doing the grass, weeding flower beds, planting flowers. Because yeah, I've just been out there the time. But I think lockdown sort of suits me <laughs> because I <laughs> <laughs> because um even though I sort of miss seeing people, I'm sort of an, an introvert at heart, so I don't get too stressed if I don't see people. So I can cope with my phone calls and my being in touch with people. That suits me. And I like reading and I like doing stuff at home and pottering around. And there's always something to do. Our day has been quite well filled, actually. Yeah. Because it's just I'm here with my mum, from my mum company. Yeah. So actually, yeah. I the days the day shoot by. Yeah, they do. You just, they one do, day, like, they do tend to blow. I mean, we find I mean, it hard was... to track on what a Sunday is. Yeah. But then we get I mean, up was... and then we're, we're a WhatsApp group with our church group. So we, our Sundays is as busy as if we went to church. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean, I get up at breakfast. I get up fairly late at breakfast. Watch a bit of the news. Go out and sit in the garden. Bit of, do a bit of sun. Bit of work. Bit of sun. Bit of work. You know, got and then um, and then it's like, like like today. I was nearly late. I forgot. Oh my goodness, we're doing the we're doing the um podcast tonight. Got a and it was like quarter to six when I got in. So I've only just really got in. Oh, good. Oh, well, okay, cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. So what we're gonna do is because obviously we haven't been we haven't been recording for a couple of weeks uh essentially i had super fan nina get in touch with me and go hang on a second are you guys still doing the podcast what's going on and when she gets in touch with me to ask that kind of question because as we know most of the things we do on this show are just a response to things that super fan nina tells us to do so <laughs> when, when she gets in touch and she says something like that i'm kind of thinking yeah maybe we have been away for a while but i don't know about you but i've been having a bit of an exist existential crisis because i'm like well our podcast is called netflix versus cinema there is no cinema, therefore we don't have a show. <laughs> so you can't. Yeah, it's like which one is the verses? Yeah, it's like Netflix versus itself. It's like, just sit down and talk it about Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it's like just sit down and talk about Netflix. No, I'm not doing that. And it's so, that way. yeah. So, but what we have, what we found out, I think, what, 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 are, what is so? What we're essentially going to do is we're going to do a little bit of a celebration of cinema. So going on while we're in a lockdown, and even after the lockdown goes, and I think it's going to be a while before cinemas open up again. And, oh yeah, yeah. I think I think it's gonna be. I think we're in for a while. I, I'm thinking winter before cinemas open up again. And um, yeah. And uh, so what we're just gonna do is do like a bit of a celebration of cinema. We're gonna celebrate it because, as I said, one of the things I was thinking of is um, in this meantime, you would think, okay, we're all film buffs. Sharon, you said like you know you're a big geeky. I mean, I think we're we're all we're quite frankly, let's be honest, we're all a big geeky. The level <laughs> the level of which we love films. There's there's a bit of geek in all of us. And um, you'd think, oh, cool, we're good, we're indoors. Now this is the time to catch up on all those films and everything. But the funny thing is, and this is what I talk about having given us a <laughs> philosophical questions about our relationship to cinema, is that neither of you have been watching much. No, I've watched very little. No. I've watched two films in an entire I mean... lot. Really? So that that's well, two films well, in like what I've four only weeks? Watched half of a series. Yeah, I've only watched half of a series. So that's normally would be like a normal week would be like two films in a series or something. But yeah. I've watched, yeah, two films in their entirety and then part yeah. of a series. That's and it. For, for me. Yeah, for you, Sean. Yeah, I've seen, and I and I watched all of Picard. I've seen Picard. Oh, the TV series. Um, yeah, you know the 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 on them. Um, yeah, TV series Picard, but I've been watching because um, I've joined a couple of uh, like Facebook group like Westerns. Oh yeah, and I've spent a lot of time. I've I joined um, 
West, Westerns Forever, Spaghetti Westerns, a Wild Bunch fan page, Strange Movies. So I've, I've spent a lot of, basically what I've been doing is I've been down look, doing all this stuff well because my mum likes like all the, the computer doing all that sort of stuff. And then she goes to bed and I generally catch her, watch a film or watch something. But I've been watching some old ones. And I'll tell you what I saw last night was this on talking pictures you know that program talking yeah, pictures yeah, i think yeah. you put me onto it sharon yeah the spy who yeah yeah we were talking oh yeah they have some what good stuff a terrific terrific film that is yeah that is that is absolutely brilliant that's class if you think that came out the same time as the james bond movies but that's a proper 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 so, spy film so you've never spy, seen it i suppose spy who came from the cloak is that the richard burton one the, the spy who came in from the cold yeah richard burton yeah yeah i've heard and from from there from watching that yeah. Yeah, I've heard of it, but yeah, I haven't actually seen it. And and there's a, you know there's a few bits and bobs that I sort of I've, I've spent a bit of time on YouTube. I've been watching a lot of uh, Chinese propaganda movies, which are quite <laughs> interesting. Cause, I was cause invited I can, to, but I haven't actually got around to watching any yet. But some they, of them are really. <laughs> yeah, some of them are really really well. There are a lot of war films, as they're war films, and you know yeah. me and my war films. But I can also the joy is I can watch it on my computer. Yep. And sort of. You know, so uh, it doesn't really matter. I can't understand it, if the TV's on, so I can. I, I have the I have the earphones in. Yep. But there was one. There was one I watched last night, which, which or sort of had on last night, which I was. But it, it was started off as a war film, and I thought, oh, this looks really, really good. But it was a, uh, and then it went behind the scenes, and it was like I'm assuming it was a producer and a director having like a bit of a row, and then they went to make like this love film, and it was like it was like a a film of film film about a filmmaker really all right so yeah it was pretty cool yeah it had like all you know all the lighting and all the all the cameras and like obviously the con- continuity ladies and all that i think it was called what is it called i think it was called um flying tiger i think okay but I so this this but anyway, I, I think was, i think i know i know that you're talking about the facebook group that was started started up by a friend of ours joe Joe Briscoe, who has set up a group. What's yeah. it, it's called? It's called. Was it? Is it Mouse Mouse Propaganda Movies or something yeah, like that? The Red. So I'm in. Yeah, yeah Mouse Red Book. Okay, let, let me find the yeah. group. Let me find the group if anybody wants to go have a look, <laughs> and and um, and start. Yeah, have a look and start, start catching up on the on Sean's Sean's recent view in history, finding out what the. Uh, <laughs> Because it's all from around the second. It's is is it like nineteen forties to the nineteen seventies? I think the group well, is. If you, if you like, yeah, it's, yeah. Ca- it's called Mao's Little Red Films, Chinese propaganda movies, nineteen forty nine to nineteen seventy nine. So yeah, Ma- I think this film, the film I watched last night, was um was that wasn't one he recommended. I <clears throat> I think I've recommended it to him, but um that was you know it was a later film, obviously a modern film, but it was still about making propaganda movies. I think. There wasn't any subtitles, so I just had to. But I'm cool with that. I don't need me subtitles. <laughs> or you could just, you could just. The language of cinema doesn't need words. Yeah, yeah. yeah and some of them are very cinema. You know, the, the the cinematography is is absolutely astounding. Not the early, the early ones, not so good. But for me, I like that because I like looking at the weapons. And uh, I watched that Steel Soldier that he recommended. Yep, that was. The and the weapons in it are like. Um, They were, they were total like you could see a real mishmash because it must have been pretty soon after the, the the communist party had taken over, and there was 
there was British weapons and Chinese weapons, Japanese weapons. They had like every every sort of different weapon you could think of, you know. So yeah. they obviously they made this film with with because you know you know me and my technical bits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, so, I know. You're always looking yeah, at the back was, going, was, oh, hang on a second, that man has the wrong shoe buckle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so, so how about you guys? What you been up to? I'm, so, I'm hogging the whole thing. Come so, on. Sharon, you were you were saying that you hadn't really, you hadn't really watched much. Why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. I like the immersive aspect of going to the cinema, particularly because it is you shut out the world and you just you're immersed in it. And at home, I don't find I have that same desire to be immersed or to be separated. So I find I find it hard to dedicate that much time to watching a whole film and I discovered the thing called the Zooniverse which I know I've warned you about but <laughs> since I've discovered the Zooniverse I've just been immersed in that that's been what's taking up my my spare time which is the Zooniverse is a website which is by Oxford University I think and it's about citizen science projects so you can use your spare time to assist in citizen science projects by furthering research into a myriad of things yeah um by just sort of trans often it's transcribing data but it's also about looking at video footage and and still photographs but i like the transcribing so i've been transcribing anti-slavery documents from the 1850s and 60s you get a handwritten letter and you basically um transcribe it line by line so you have to read old writings and and i've been transcribing the um black Civil War soldiers, their their army records from the 1860s. So, to me, it's fascinating. It's history. It's living, but it's also doing something productive instead of just fiddling around playing games. I'm actually helping in some small way. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. So, I haven't been watching films. I've just been going into the universe and transcribing anything that takes my fancy. It could be bird watching records from the 1940s. It could be. The letters written to Orson Welles after the broadcast of War of the Worlds. That was really fascinating. Oh, Some wow. of the letters were talking. So, um, and cool. I transcribed a few of those. They were brilliant. But um, again, it's a piece of history that you can be involved in. And by me transcribing that onto his website, it then becomes available for everyone to do research to be able to read those letters as well. So I've been loving that. So it means I haven't felt the need to think, oh, what should I do? Because I've my time, I've just got, there's always something to do. I haven't had a spare two hours to watch a film. <laughs> all right, cool, good stuff. Uh, okay, so so this is how we've all been dealing with the closure of cinemas. And I personally, I've pretty much just sort of avoided everything to do with. So there all there's film podcasts I used to read, I used to listen to. I've stopped looking at them. There's film reviews online. I've stopped looking at them. There's film websites. <laughs> I've just I've just stopped because I'm like. It, it, it's a bit like you know what it feels like you know how okay sean you might get this sharon sharon i know that you you've expressed how much like football is not your thing in the past but you know how it is when you go to the off season of football and on all the sports sites they because they talk yeah. about football most of the time they just they try and build up all these things to make them sound like they're news when they're not news they're like oh my god <laughs> this person oh this this like you know brazilian footballer was spotted saying a word in english that means he must be coming to liverpool <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's it and at the moment when i look at any sort of film publication or anything i'm like what do you have to talk about you know you're not gonna and it's almost as if I yeah just, well we never we may never see these films for months or years or yeah, and then uh, we may only see them at home it's yeah. like Ugh. 
it's weird it's like it's almost like it's almost like i don't want to be taunted i don't want to be taunted i don't want to yeah. have that stuff looking at me i don't want to have that they look and so i've just sort of kind of run away from it although one thing it, it reminds has, you of what you're missing exactly it, it reminds you of what you're missing it reminds you of what it is that you had and i know that on this show we always talk about netflix versus cinema is cinema dying all that sort of stuff and what's the difference when you know you have to go and you have to find a time to go to the cinema and it's so inconvenient when you could just sit down and get it straight to your eyeball straight away and if nothing else this lockdown has shown me oh my god no cinema actually definitely plays a part cinema has a part to play in yeah. the whole of this thing because there is something about and it's not tangible yeah. it's not tangible but there's something about the 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 event of going to the cinema of getting up going somewhere of knowing and i actually i actually think a big part of it is that of knowing that you only have like 10 films or so to choose from and you got to yeah. and i've because i've sat down i've looked at netflix i've recently gotten access to disney plus i was up and you're just looking there's just too much it's just like <laughs> it's just like all over you that there's sometimes i just get like no i don't want this i don't I, I don't want this 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 doesn't feel special the fact that composite doesn't feel like anything big yeah. whereas when you actually get up and go to the cinema it's 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 made me go you know what i i think whatever happens cinema is going to show what was that yeah no i just i agree with you tozin i think um yeah, I mean, and it's funny, you've got all these all these streaming platforms and all th things like that, and yet, from the sound of it, from me and Sharon, and maybe you, you're you know, not using them to the full potential. No. So, oh, no, and going to the cinema. Yeah. No, no yeah, I think, and I know that they, they've, obviously, because there's the business side of it, and they've been trying to do things like they've been releasing, there's some films that, pretty much, pretty much every single film we spoke about in the final podcast we did, which is the final last podcast before this one, uh, which is the one we did, we did just before the lockdown ha was announced. Yeah. All those films only had about a week in the cinema before they disappeared. And they've all shown up on Amazon saying, hey, watch this film. But they're asking you to pay yeah. about 15 pounds to watch it. And I'm like, heck no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I had my limited card for a reason. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, th I think, I think oh, the three of us are a bit, oh, we're a bit spoiled and entitled now. We're like, what? No, uh, I paid seventeen ninety nine for all the films I wanted to see every month. There is no way I'm paying fifteen ninety nine for one. <laughs> it's like, what, you mean I pay fifteen ninety nine and I don't even get to own it? I mean... <laughs> yeah, no, so I've I don't know when they're opening. So what was that, Sean? I said, I don't know, I don't know when they're going to open again, really. Not can't see it being for a long, long time, I, which I, is a shame. I can't, yeah, I can't see it being there for a long time. So it'll be one of the last, I think, to open. Yeah, I, I think so. I think big things, which which makes me wonder about the just going back to football for a quick, for a quick second. It makes me wonder about the football season, which yeah, I know. I hope they find a way to finish because it will be so cruel if Liverpool got denied being Premier League champions. It's so close. Yeah, mm. it would be... So, you see, Sharon, you don't even care about football and you know about this. So <laughs> and I know that. I remember that little boy wrote a letter, didn't he, to the manager saying, please don't let them, don't let them win. It's going, hey, no, we can't do that, but thank you for writing the letter. Oh, yes, And so yes. I, I was... That, that little boy, he's probably I going, can't. yeah! Is, cinema is going to be one of the last things to open up. I, I think, yeah, probably, probably just before football stadiums. But they're going to have to figure that thing out. Um, but 
so what we what we have said that we're going to do and we're going to do this over the next couple of weeks is that we're going to have a bit of a celebration of cinema because in my head i've had this epiphany going no cinema it doesn't matter if you get better content on netflix there's always going to be something about going to a cinema sitting down not having the choice to stop it even if you hate what you're watching <laughs> i think that's, <laughs> that's that, it there's something about that that just you just have to sit down and stick it out to the end so uh, have you ever have has, has there ever been any movies you've actually walked out on I mean, I know Sharon did nearly on the last Rambo film. She got close <laughs> oh, to it, yeah. I think. Bio film. But have you ever have you ever walked out on a film? Or not? Have you guys ever I, walked I've, out on a I've film? I've never walked out on a film. I've never walked out on a film. No, I never have either. I, I, because I'm thinking, I paid my money. Finish. <laughs> yeah. And I always hope it will get better. I and always, even if I, I make the content, I always think, stick it out, because you never know, it might be redeemed. I've been in the cinema when I've had friends walk out, and I've been left there, but I've never personally yeah. walked out. Uh, I, the, the, only, only, the only film that I almost walked out on was Eyes Wide Shut. And Right, okay. Uh, because at that time, I hadn't seen any Kubrick film. And everybody had always been yelling and banging on about what a genius Kubrick was. <laughs> and so Eyes Wide Shut is really, I mean, I saw bits of Spartacus when I was a kid. But Eyes Wide Shut is really the first Kubrick film I saw all the way through when I was aware of what it was I was watching. And when it got to the scene, and everybody who's seen Eyes Wide Shut knows what I'm talking about with the scene. It got to that and I was like, what the heck's going on? I don't get what is going on. I haven't been engaged in this thing so far. And the, the only thing that kept me in the cinema was morbid curiosity because I was, I just want to see how the hell this thing is going to end. <laughs> and then the, when the film ended, I was like, no, I really didn't get that. I, I really, I really didn't get that. I was like, I, I don't, I don't think that is a, for everybody keeps telling me Kubrick is this genius. I don't think that is a fitting swan song for somebody who is supposed to be this massive genius. And uh, I think in the in the years since then, the film I've never watched the film all the way through again, and it's been reevaluated. And I I don't know what I was expecting, but yeah, that was that's the only film I've almost I've almost walked out on. But my principles kept I've, me I've, in the seat. I've I've walked out on one, which was the Keith Lemon movie. Oh God! Because, <laughs> right? Okay, that's that's that's. I just that? like I watched the first few of them, and I'm like. Pfft. This is no good, you know. So, so that's 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 the only one. The only other time, but that wasn't that wasn't my choice. That was, I went to watch the thin wet thin red line. Oh yeah, I went to watch the thin red line, and there's a scene in it where a bird falls out of a tree, and uh, it was all pretty. And I was with a girl, and she just said, "I'm not watching this," and she got up and went. And I was sat there, and I'm thinking. Do I chase after her, or do I just stay and watch the film? Do I chase after her and say, "Was well, so, so, so yeah." So okay, just imagine. Was, so, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you what I did. I'm gonna keep you in. I said, what? <laughs> you stayed. I can just. Totally imagine, I can just show show sitting out there watching it, going, "You know what? This is a good film. I'm enjoying this film. I don't think." That... <laughs> I had absolutely it's like okay, it's nice, I'm, it's, I'm enjoying this film and I had no indication that that was going anywhere so I'm just going to sit here and enjoy the film yeah I mean it was one bit she didn't like it I don't, have you seen The Thin Red Line? no I haven't seen The Thin yeah. Red Line I still haven't seen it have you seen it Sharon? yeah I've seen it there's there's a little bit in a flashback where there's a couple of I, I think they must have been like things but there's like a, a little baby bird in a tree that falls down and she didn't like that she took umbrage oh, so to that Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So there's a lot of scenes of nature in it, but it's yeah, all about that, the whole... that was 
She just symbolism. got up and said, I'm not, I'm not much of this. <laughs> yeah, symbolism, exactly right. So, yeah. so, yeah. All right. So, so what we are going to do, what we're going to do for the next couple of weeks uh, on the podcast with no cinema around is we're going to have a little bit of a celebration of cinema. And this is going to take a couple of things. Like um, we're going to be speaking to people, people, some people who listen to the show, some people who haven't over the next couple of weeks. I've already interviewed um, London correspondent Holly to ask her about this and the three questions and this is an update from the first ever podcast that the three of us did so on when we when we were when we had a podcast called they don't make them like they used to go find it it is still up online you can still search for they don't make, make them like they used to on all good podcast providers and you will find our faces up there and we were in a hospital and we used to it was on hospital radio and we would ask people tell us the story of the first film you ever saw in the cinema like the first time you ever went to the cinema, you ever locked eyes on it. And we had some great stories. There were some people who were talking about Gulliver's Travel. Somebody was talking about The Wizard of Oz and all that. So we're going to adapt that. And we're going to talk about celebration of cinema is that I think there's four main questions. The first question is, what is tell us the story of the first time you ever went to the pictures. The first time you ever went to the cinema. What did you see? What was it all about? Second, second thing is, what is the what film did, was the last film you saw before the lockdown happened? What was the last film you managed to see? Which Ooh. I know we've spoken about a little bit on the podcast in the last episode. What, what was the last film you managed to catch at the cinema before the lockdown happened? Why do you think you love the cinema so much? Why do you want to go to it all the time? And the fourth one is, what are you most looking forward to seeing when the cinemas reopen? So... Due to time, because I know that we can go on and we can bang on and on and on. I think with this this one, we are going to focus on first film you ever saw in the cinema for all of us. So, Sharon, you want to tell us what was the first film you ever saw in the cinema? First film I saw at the cinema was in 1978, I think. It wasn't the first showing of it. It was a re-showing of Star Wars, the oh. first Star Wars film. That was the first film I saw at the cinema. I went to see it with my two older brothers. And some children from our road. In those days, it was acceptable for a whole group of like eight, nine, ten-year-olds to go to the cinema on their own. I mean, this was the 1970s. Yeah. So I remember, yeah, there was a group of us on my road, basically three of us, brother and sister from down the road, probably other children as well. We all piled in to the cinema in Newport, um, which is called Studio One, and we sat and watched Star Wars, the first Star Wars film. Later, subtitled A New Hope. But when I saw it, it was just Star Wars. So I saw that, yeah. So, I remember, yeah, I remember some parts of it very vividly. Oh, okay, tell, tell us, what, what do you remember most vividly about going to see that? I remember um, the excitement of going to the cinema with, uh, on our own, without with just my brothers and not with any an adult. Um, cause, and then after that, we went a lot, we went a lot as children. But that was when I went, we went as a group of children together. I remember me and my friend, um, It was quite, we found it quite exciting to go into the ladies' toilet. <laughs> I don't know why, but I remember going into the ladies' loo <laughs> halfway through the film. And then I remember sort of certain scenes from the film. I remember especially the scenes where you've got Han Solo and Chewbacca and Luke Skywalker and back in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. You, um, that's the bits I remember the most, actually, there. those scenes where they're framed by the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon when they're, they're sat there. Very much like our screens are now, how you are, you're focused on the faces. I remember those. Yeah, so I do remember that was the first film I saw at the cinema. And I remember loving it, even though I was a fidgety child. I was only sort of seven or eight. But I do remember enjoying it. 
in a way that children can. You think they're not paying attention and they're fidgety or they're distracted by other things. But when you ask them afterwards, they probably take it in much more than you think and they enjoyed it. And for them, it was a great experience. Mm. Um, and I remember, even though I was fidgety, I was up and down, and we'd gone out and got sweets, and we came in and had a drink, and we were probably the most annoying children in the whole cinema. But <laughs> I do remember actually really enjoying the whole experience. <laughs> oh, okay, awesome, awesome. And do you think that that's where your love affair with cinema started, or were you already gone by that time? No, I think it probably did. I think I don't remember the cinema before that, but I remember films after that. I remember going to see The Black Hole in like nineteen eighty. Uh, uh, oh yeah, Vince, Vincent and Maximilian, the big nasty robot. Yeah, the big robot. <laughs> and I do, yeah, I remember lots of films from that. The end of the sort of seventies, early eighties that I went as a child to. Yeah, so I think it did start there, and it's always been a feature of my life. Yes, in the for the last forty years. Oh wow, cool. awesome, awesome! I love that. I love that. Sean, what was yours? What was your your the okay. story of the first time you went well, to the cinema? Well, this is going back. That the, the it, it could be one one or two. I, I remember, uh, and I think the the first one I remember is the Odeon in Lansdowne, and I went to see. It was Goldfinger. It must have been around about 1965, so okay. I'd have been five, six years old. Yeah. But I don't remember Goldfinger, but there was a film on the, the sort of second film. It was called The Legend of Lobo, and um, there's the bit Lobo's mother gets shot, and I burst out into screams of tears and was really <laughs> inconsolable and I think my dad had to take me out because and it, it was a talking point like Christmas oh do you remember that time I think it was me my uncle my cousin Glenn and you went jeez they've shot her and like I burst inconsolable <laughs> and cried so they had to take me out because but so yeah so it was called The Legend of Lobo and, and everybody talked about that I reckon I must have been five because when was Goldfing uh, when was Thunderball seven, seven uh, 65, 66, something like that. Dr. No was 62. Dr. No was 62. Russia was 64. It was pretty much every two years. So 66 would have been Goldfinger. So Thunderbolt would have been about 68. Yeah, 67, 68. Okay, so yeah. So that would have been been about seven years old. So obviously before that, the film that I would have seen that made me love cinema was we were in holiday in Padstow in Cornwall. And it was a rainy one day. We went to see a Charlton Heston film called The Warlord oh, and yeah. I still and I think I, I I think do you remember that I think we did that on they don't make them like they used to yeah. I think well, I think if, and even if we even if we didn't do it I remember you talking about this film always you always talk about Charlton yeah. Heston and The Warlord so that's my earliest remember of just thinking wow what <laughs> a terrific thing this is and so yeah The Warlord Charlton Heston I remember the fight it was just it was just you know lush vibrant loads of action and i remember sitting there watching it and i think i even broke my tooth on a sugar almond or a pebble (laughs) thing you know those sweet pebbles so so yeah so that's what i remember the warlord i still like it now and yet i've watched it a couple of times and you can see the back screen and everything else and it is a little little bit dated Mm -hmm. but i still love it like most things around that time Yeah. yeah Yeah, we watched Khartoum the other night. I think that was on one of these things that were Charlton Heston, and yeah, that brought back those memories of yeah, going to see these old films at the cinema. Yeah, because they 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 were big. You know, the cinemas were you had a, you had a um, balcony and you had the stalls, and they were really big and they were plush and they were, you know, like the cinemas at that time. They were obviously still had the remnants of cinema from its heyday with all the Art Deco yeah, stuff. It was all you round, know? Didn't you? 
yeah. And um, you used to have continuous performances as well. So I remember when I was a, a kid at school in Bournemouth, you could go into the cinema and stay there all day and they never kicked you out. So, because they just used to keep showing continuous performances. And yeah. I remember... And if you came halfway through one film, you could stay and you watch could stay it again. Watch it. Yeah, mm. that's yeah. it. So, so, yeah, so... They were, that was great. That I used to. I remember I sat through three showings of Zulu one half term in the school holidays. So I went. I went and watched like the matinee, the early evening and the evening one, and I watched all. I watched it three times running. But then that was in big seventy millimeter, you know, cinemascope, super super fabulous. And Lawrence of Arabia, I remember. But that's when cinema was plush and lovely. Well, it, it was. It was essentially like. Uh, the theater going to the cinema was going to the theater that's it it was a theater yeah yeah before you still, had, you still had an intermission funnily enough i was listening on the radio and they were talking i think there's one cinema somewhere and it was uh, where they still have the organ at half time and they don't start the second half until everybody's got an ice cream and they still have the lady with the tray <laughs> with the ice creams well, yeah well so you have to i think it's up in yorkshire so they say you have to go there you have to pay for the cinema ticket and then you have to buy an ice cream you have to buy an ice cream, yeah. If not, so, no, when I signed like, the film, you buy an ice cream. Because <laughs> that's what that's what it used to be, wasn't it? It was like it was like you know you'd have the tray, the usher would with the, with this with the and always have like a vanilla ice cream, which was so overpriced. <laughs> okay. Oh, by the way, nice. we 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 only have forty minutes on the Zoom call, so if it stops, um, if it stops, just click the link and it will take us back in. Okay. All right. So yeah, okay. but that's that's in case it stops. It might give us another. Uh, they've been doing this thing recently where they give you more time. All right. Cool. I had a little thing that came up on my screen saying you've got more time. Oh, okay. Cool. I've totally missed it. I think I heard something in my ears. But uh, anyway, thank you, Zoom. Thank you. This podcast is not sponsored by Zoom, but <laughs> it's. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So with me, with me, it's a bit different because I didn't get to the cinema until I was sixteen didn't get to get to actually walk through the front doors of a cinema until I was 16. And this is because growing up in Nigeria in the 1980s, the cinema scene was pretty much dead. We had other problems. So we had these older buildings and we had, I remember there was one we used to drive past all the time called Casino Cinema. And this was on the, it was, it was when you came to, because we used to live on an, on a place called the island, Lagos Island. And we, we went to school on Lagos mainland and we would drive down off the third mainland bridge, drive along this road. It's like leaving a Butemeta going towards Yaba. And you would, there would always be this big, massive building, which was called Casino Cinema. And it was built in this sort of like almost Roman Colosseum type architecture that was there. In fact, if anybody is listening to this in Nigeria, if you can get me a picture of Casino Cinema, I would love it. Uh, oh, gee, I don't know if the building is still there. And I used to... it's, it isn't, Sotin, sorry to butt in there, I know I do, but isn't Nigeria like the third prolific, most prolific producer of movies? I, yeah, beg, I beg your pardon. We are the first. <laughs> oh, first then. I'm sorry, I do beg your pardon. What even more? Oh, wow, the Bollywood. Yes, we are more. Yeah. Proli- we we are Nollywood, and we are more prolific than Bollywood. It's like, oh wow! It, it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that the films are good, but <laughs> there are more of them. <laughs> no, sorry but, to interrupt you. No, but honestly, there there are some people who are doing some good things. Like there's a company called Ink Blot Productions that I think is really raising the bar of what a Nigerian film should be. And I love this. They're the kind of people who, you know, in my dream of making a film, I would love to work with these guys because they really raise the bars to what it's supposed to be. But technically speaking, if you wanted to go to the, your traditional Nollywood movie, if you wanted to go to, there's, there's a channel on Sky called Nollywood TV. And if you go there, the, the, yeah, there's loads of the films. It doesn't mean they're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so um yeah uh what was i saying so yeah we used to go past the casino but all these films i mean even in the 80s we there wasn't really nollywood wasn't really even a thing in the 80s so all the things i watched like the first james bond film i saw for your eyes only that was on tv the first bruce leaf movie i watched which i think was the big bo- no i saw snippets of different bruce lee movies which i always got jumbled mm. in my head and made into one film and you know, but but Bru- yeah because bruce lee was a genre on his own in nigeria quite frankly <laughs> okay so he's back so we are on a we're on a zoom call and sean in his adhd way every now and then keeps showing us posters that he's found so so far we've seen a fistful of dollars i think i saw for a few dollars more you didn't have the good the bad and the ugly did you but he's just showed us a, a bruce lee a bruce lee oh there it is okay. the good the bad and the ugly okay sean you need to take pictures of this and send them to me they'll go up on our twitter account of the okay, okay. of the cool. old school posters that sean has in his childhood living room oh childhood bedroom so yeah it's been fantastic yeah so so we so and so that was the thing i already had lepke what, what's that what's oh, sorry lepke that's a tony curtis film about louis lepke who was uh um gangster of Mon- uh murder incorporated he used to sort of do all capone's hitmen for him and stuff ah okay. all right cool so 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 my love affair, my love affair with cinema had started before that and the weird thing is you know you would watch films i would watch films on tv in nigeria that would have people in people going to the cinema and sitting in this darkened room and everything being and i'll be like oh wow that looks cool so it's kind of weird that i got introduced to the idea of a cinema through a film on a tv but never mind so it wasn't until i got over to the uk where obviously you had work in cinemas i was on half term with uh, my friend shegun uh up up in north london near finchley and we went to the odeon swiss cottage and i actually got to walk through the doors of the cinema and see my first actual movie in a cinema which was which it it is now a a forgotten movie starring dennis quaid and sean connery yeah i know it is dragon heart so dragon heart was the (laughs) dragon heart was the first one i ever saw in the cinema dennis quaid playing a kind of english knight and Sean Connery playing a dragon. What more could you Scott want? <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> and I know, I know that people sort of talk about the film. I saw that at the cinema. So what was that? I saw that at the cinema too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that was the first one I saw. And it's kind of one of those things where you're just kind of like, yes, this is everything I thought it would be. It's awesome. <laughs> that, that was back back in the day when I, I bought into the whole thing, bought myself some overpriced popcorn, went in there, munched all the way, uh, finished all the popcorn by the time the film started, probably. Uh, that, that was before I realized popcorn and my teeth do not go together because kernels always get stuck. But, um, they always get stuck. Yeah, I hate those things. I, I, I and can't... a little bit of popcorn goes a long way. Yeah, I, I can't stand popcorn anymore. But yeah, but I did that first film I saw, Dragonheart, and I was like, yep, yep. This is all I thought it would be. I shall be doing this now. I shall be doing this more and more often. And because then I was in a school in Somerset, I was in a boarding school in Somerset with nothing to spend money on. So every time there was a school outing, I'll be like, where's the nearest cinema? <laughs> go, watch some- <laughs> go watch something. But yeah, uh, but that's it. First of all, I ever saw in the cinema. And yeah, it lived up to everything. It lived up to everything that I thought it would be. And it is an addiction that I still have all the way till this day. So... <laughs> um all right cool so that is cool well that's the question we're going to say sean you you probably have something else to say you want to say anything else uh no i'm all right at the moment i've just put my phone on charge because i see it's like it it enough takes some zapping doesn't it doing this yeah it does it does well which which just put it on charge which explains the interesting view i'm seeing on zoom right now which is up sean's nose (laughs) 
Yes. Oh, is it? Is it that bad? Right, I'll try and rest it like that. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't realise it was quite that bad. No, it isn't yeah. that. It isn't that so, bad. To be honest with you, it isn't that bad. You just you just got a bit of a roof halo. So. <laughs> 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 okay yes yeah, so, no, no it, it, it really isn't that bad so that is i mean that's the thing i mean, i i know with you guys uh you were talking about netflix at the moment and how you're not really watching much i, I think i have about three or four things on the go that i've started watching and i'm like yeah i'll get back to this later especially because i've been i've been exploring disney plus i've, I've been exploring disney plus oh which... yeah it's got to say i bet that's good it's good and there's there's some good stuff on Disney Plus but its layout is a bit of a mess I mean, because you you can you look at it and you might not you don't realize how much is on there you know there's a lot of stuff on there but they have a headline that says like you know Disney animated movies and that is for me is one of the big big draws you want to go in there and you want to see all the animated movies all the way back to, you know, when Walt Disney was still alive and they've got Steam, Steam, Steamboat Willie on there and all that. But I'm talking about the full ones, like all the way from Snow White. I want to, I want to go back and I want to go through in order. Snow yeah, White, the then this, then this, then this, and see all the different things that they did to actually make up, uh, to make this, this back catalog. But even when you go to the, and click on animated movies, it makes you look as if they only have 10 of them on there then it's not until you go in and put a search for the particular film that you're looking for that you say, oh, oh, they've got the Rescuers. They've got the Fox and the Hound. They've, what, what, what? But there isn't like one place where you can go to and you can say, boom, all of the Disney animated classics, I want to see them all now. There isn't a place where do you, you think, can... Do you think they'll have um, Song of the South or not? <laughs> no. <laughs> they have, that's not on there, no. no. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they're gonna stay well away from Song of the South. Uh, <laughs> if I, I'm gonna I just put... wondered. I just wondered, because I mean I know it's it has a bad um I'm actually I'm actually going to put a search in right now as we're speaking and find out if Disney Plus have gone and put Song of the South on there. To be quite frank with you, I want to see it. I, I actually want to see Song of the South. I mean, in the 70s, we were still allowed to watch it. But I remember, is it Uncle Remus who used to sing Zippity Doodah? Yeah. Yep. Yes. I had yep. that one a single. I had a little single of that that we used to play. Yeah. Yeah. That... We had a lot of Uncle Remus songs on a on little mini. I don't know if they're on little mini 78s, but we had some records of Uncle Remus that we used to play. Yeah. Yeah. See, I've never seen it. I've only ever heard things. I've only ever heard things about it by reputation. So I haven't been able yeah. to make up my own decision on it or what it was about it's all what other people say and i've decided a while back that i'm not just going to go on what other people say i actually want to see it and say do i think it's racist not just not yeah. that not that somebody else has told me that it's mega mega racist i want to watch it and see if i think it's racist uh but oh, but funnily enough no song of the south is not on disney plus oh wow wow what about that <laughs> who would have thought it uh, who would have thought it um, <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, but if, so there, there are some things, there are some problems with it because there's thing, it's not easy to find what you want. It's easier for them to just throw things in front of you and say, this is what I want you to watch. And I'm like, no, yeah. I want to go in there and I want to watch through all the Disney animated classics in chronological order and you're not making it easy for me. So I think it's a little bit of a mess. But um, but and I, the Mandalorian, I haven't even bothered with. But what I, I'll tell you what I have been watching. I've been watching a lot of Studio Ghibli. So, oh yeah, yeah. Because Studio Ghibli, the they have that on Netflix now, 
and um, they have a lot of the back catalogs on Netflix. And I've been watching through all of those, and because everybody has been raving, absolutely raving about Studio Ghibli for years. The first time I heard about it was when I think a Pixar movie, it might have been Toy Story or Toy Story 2, lost out to Studio Ghibli at the Oscars in, I think, 1996 or something like that. And everybody was like, oh my God, Spirited Away, great film, all this Japanese. And I was like, oh, what is this hand-drawn thing that just, that was better than computer animation? So I've waited years, literally pretty, almost decades to watch this film and finally saw it on on um on netflix the other day and i was like i don't like this <laughs> i don't like this so i've seen five studio ghibli movies so far and in in the order of preference of what i, I would say number one is howl's moving castle howl's moving castle is my favorite so far followed by my neighbor totoro then let's see ponyo arietti and then spirited away is my least favorite that i've seen so far Oh wow! Yeah, well, it's, it's Grave of the it's Grave of the Fireflies one. Grave of the Fireflies is Studio Ghibli, yes. Yeah, it, that's certain. That. Apparently, that's supposed to be not that I've seen it, but apparently that's supposed to be quite a harrowing movie. I keep hearing that people said people. Everybody I know says it's harrowing, and that's one of the reasons why I think I haven't sorted out to watch it yet. Because number one, everybody says it's harrowing. Number two, it's Japanese. So if it's going to be harrowing and Japanese, it's going to be mega harrowing. Yeah, <laughs> they don't do things by half. The Japanese. They do not. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't do. They know how to make a horror movie. They know how to get a point across. And I feel like it's just. I feel like it's a lot more visceral than Hollywood. Yeah. So to say. Um. Let's see. Grave of the Fireflies. Is it on the Grave of the Fire? Oh, I don't think. I don't think that's actually on Netflix. So they have a lot of other things, but they don't have that. All right, cool. Um, anyway, anyway, I think we might have we might finish. Okay. We might stop there. I think we we've we've done the hour. I'm going to let you go have your have your government sanctioned walk, Sean. Oh. <laughs> As I say, it's only been. I mean, I didn't I didn't step outside the gate for. It's only it's only this week. This week is the only time. That I when I went for a walk and I just thought, well, I need I need to get out, otherwise I'm just going to be one of those people that that won't do nothing, you know. I mean, I do. I've been to the shops, yeah, because uh, all the stuff's been delivered and stuff, so I don't need to go to the shops. So I just thought I'm going to go, and if I go late at night, there's not going to be so many people about. Yeah. So, but there are there's still a few people walking their dogs and things. So. Yeah, yeah, it's good, and it's really difficult. I mean, I always say hello because I feel so. So it's such a horrible, horrible thing, Toes, where they go like, you go like, oh, because I always, I always apologise and say, I'm really sorry, I'll be glad because I like walk out in the middle of the road and stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. To avoid people. So yeah, it's kind of like you see somebody coming towards you on your same side and you just cross the road. And the, but the yeah. thing is that it's, be, it's becoming the new normal where people, yeah. people understand it. People don't meet, don't think you mean anything by it. They just understand. Yeah, yeah, I would have done the same mm. thing. If you hadn't crossed, I would yeah. have crossed. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, but it's it's a crazy, crazy, crazy world we live in. That maybe, yeah. hopefully, at some point, we will get to watch films in a cinema. With okay, so till the next to next week, where we will be talking about oh, what do you reckon? See, we've already spoken about the last films. We can, we're, we're gonna talk about the last film we saw in the cinema again. Okay, and then think about like you know, um, uh, what is the what film are you looking to see when we we come back in a couple of weeks' time? Okay. Uh, until then, uh, Sharon, enjoy the Zooniverse. Zooniverse. <laughs> uh, 
Is there any way that we can see your hard, your hard work on Zooniverse? Um, I don't think so. Uh. Um, no, you can join the Zooniverse, and I think, yeah, I don't know. Oh, there is a one, actually. I was part of a thing called Beat the Bug, which is a study into um, tuberculosis and the effectiveness of antibiotics on tuberculosis. And you have to classify these cells. And they, um, they hit a million classifications in a week. Oh, wow. On this wow. one particular citizen science project. And every person who participates in it has their name written on a this giant poster. And if you get it in a really high resolution <laughs> thingy and zoom in really close, you can actually read your name. And my name will be on there because I did, I've done a few hundred Beat the Bug classifications. Send so that's a link. part of my war against TV. S- send a link. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. And yeah. so that's a goodbye from Sharon, a goodbye from Sean. Uh, yep. Goodbye, Dan. <laughs> goodbye. Have a, have a have a good have a good time, we'll and do. I'll see you later. We'll do. And uh, it's a goodbye from me. We will see you next week, where we'll come back and continue our celebration of cinema until it comes back. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye.